Hi everyone, this is Dr. Tracy Jones. Welcome to this episode of Throwback Thursday. Today we are listening to the final part, part five of a five-part series of a speech my father gave on the topic of leadership and what it takes to pay the price of leadership. So in this again, my dad talks about his love of books and what books have done in his life and in the lives of my siblings, my nieces and nephews, my brother. And my father says in this, if I can get you reading, I can get something happening in your life. And my dad talks about how the fact that he really didn't start reading until he was 35 years ago. And you know what motivated him? A huge crisis. I know what that crisis was. And boy, it got him reading. And a lot of times we turn to books when we can't turn to anything else. And then we discover the power of books. So, so thankful he did. My father's love affair with books, his love affair with books helped him be a greater father, uh, a greater husband to my um, Gloria. And he encouraged, like I said, my siblings, my nieces, my nephews, all of us to write uh, book reports. And he'd reward us monetarily and he said there's nothing wrong with that we really uh, everybody wants to be incentivized and there's nothing wrong with rewarding for good books because that's how you cultivate a love of reading and my father always said that books are fertilizers to get the good stuff to grow the bad stuff grows automatically the weeds the nastiness the negativity boy but you really got to cultivate your garden and you do that with tremendous books lastly he closes with the price of vision what vision is and how without a heart of gratitude and that gratitude is rooted in Christ once you dial that in, everything else turns into a tremendous life. So enjoy this Throwback Thursday, part five of my father's speech on leadership. You're listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. You see what happened when Lincoln learned to read. He learned to do what happens to all people who read. He learned to think, think. When you learn to think, God begins to show you wonderful things in your life long before you come to know him. Then finally, before Lincoln died, if you read some of his statements, you'll discover it, Gettysburg or sometime around then. He came to a realization of the greatness and the goodness of God. You know where he got all of his scripture all throughout his presidency? There was quoted scripture. His mother memorized and recited to him chapters all through his childhood. So even when he wasn't a Christian in those White House years, he used to read the Bible. You know, they figured out why he was reading the Bible. As he would read the scriptures, he would imagine his mother saying those words to his ears because he loved her so much. I guess you know he never talked about his mother until he wouldn't let his biographers write about his mother until after he was dead. You know why? She never knew who her father was either. He loved her, but he was ashamed for her. Didn't want anybody to know. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I promote books every chance I get, and I'll tell you why. When I'm at a prison or I'm in an orphanage, there's one thing that I know. The time may not be that you'll receive Christ right now. I hope you do. But if you don't, if I can get you reading some books that I know are great truths, I guarantee you, you'll have something happen in your life that can't ever happen if you don't read. You see, I never read a book till I was 35 years old. Oh, I read, but I didn't read for me. I read for, other, for others to work on them. But I went through a crisis at age 35 that gave me an appetite to read for my heart. Now my wife will tell you, I've had greater love affairs with my books than I have had with her. You say, well, that's terrible, no, because my wife will tell you, had it not been for my love affair with my books, I could not love her the way I love her. But you see, why I'm so happy about the books with Jerry Jones, 
When my son went off to college, Jerry, my oldest boy, do you know what he did to me every day from college? And those of you who read my book, Life is Man Doesn't Know Why It's Sold. When Jerry went off to college, he wrote me a postcard every day for four years. I carry him with me because nobody would believe it. Do you know what's on the postcards? Thoughts from books I paid him to read in high school. Do you know what I used to do sometimes when he used to come to my office? I'd read the card, I'd reread it, then I would lay my head on my desk and I would cry my eyes out with tears of gratitude and joy at what God did with my boy through a book that had I lived a million years I could never have done. Tonight I'll be giving all of you a reading contract. Because everybody knows me knows that my nickname is Books. Here's a reading contract designed for you and your grandchildren, you and your children. Once a gentleman came to me in Fort Wayne and says, Mr. Jones, here's my record. Thank you for getting me to read with my grandchildren. Here's my record. His name is Wayne Purble. In seven years, my six grandchildren have read 27,000 pages and 300 books. That grandfather did more with this piece of paper I give to all of you tonight than he given each one of them a million dollars. On the other side is an essay by my daughter, Tracy Jones, my Air Force cadet, who I mentioned to you. On goals and dreams. Now, do you know why I want you to have this? Because I want you to realize when you read it, she didn't get any of that from her father. You know, how do you know? Because when I read it, I realize she's far beyond where I've ever been. But I can tell you the books... I paid her to read that helped her get her where she is. My granddaughter, Christine, who's going to Christian school, I'm so thankful for what Christian school has done in her life, but she just turns in book reports. She knows when she wants money, just give her grandfather a book report. So Christine just did a beautiful book report on Charles Haddon Spurgeon. All the other kids did book reports on Black Beauty, on uh, some baseball player, but my Christine, she did a book report and got an A. Oh, dear friends. But you see, I could have made her read it. It wouldn't have been like her wanting to read it and giving me my book report. And then, my, and then the, the little ones now, I, until, until he can read, then I pay them to read scripture. I mean, to memorize scripture. So my little two-year-old granddaughter, Marcia, just gave me John 3.16. Now, I can hardly understand what she's saying, but I do understand what she's done to give me the verse. She says, where's my dollar? <laughs> but my point is... You say, well, Charlie, I don't believe in t paying my children to do anything. I don't believe in paying them either. But I do believe that God gives us incentives. God gives us saints rewards. And we work better when we're recognized. We work better for rewards, whether you like it or not. And I believe it's a great idea to have incentives with books for your children and grandchildren. Well, dear friends, we could talk about the books we could talk about the laws of the harvest. You reap what you sow. You know you reap what you sow. You know, do you know what you reap what you sow? That's a law, don't you know that? But you see, you don't believe what you, re you reap what you sow, do you? You know how I know you don't believe you reap what you sow? Because if you believed you reap what you sow, you would be sowing a lot of things you're going to reap, would you? Huh? No, there you are. Now, that's the wonderful part about truth. You see, it's discovering what you know, seeing how fully you believe it, and starting to learn it. And all the way through there. And here's why we need to read. Did you ever, here's a parable for you. Did you ever notice how the grass 
It's hard to get the grass to go on the ground. But did you know how the weeds will grow through the concrete? That's like your mind. Sinful stuff will grow right up. It's hard to get the good stuff to grow. Hmm? It takes fertilizer, care. Huh? So you say, and uh, they go, watch people say they hate to sin. A guy says to me, I hate to sin. You do? Well, then you don't know the right sins. <laughs> now, let me tell you something, friend. My dear friend, the flesh is so natural to run after envy, conceit, fear, egotism, you name it. But thank God, this mind and heart needs to be fed. And I guarantee you, there's nothing in all the world that will give you a time like the books. Just let me give you a couple thoughts here. General Patton. You say, was General Patton a Christian? I don't know. That's between him and God. But I like what he said. You know what he said in here? He says, success is not how high did you reach. Success is how high do you bounce when you hit the bottom. How long does it take you to bounce back? Ten minutes? One hour? Ten days? Some people, do you never bounce back? How about this one in fear? Every time I go to a seminar today, how to overcome fear. General Patton says, don't overcome fear. Harness your fear. <laughs> he says, fear is a good thing. Fear, the, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. He says, fear is like taking a cold shower. When the water's ice cold, don't tiptoe in. Leap in and spread the pain around. Mm. <laughs> I hope I've made my point. But ladies and gentlemen, we can talk about books and books and books, but you know what the secret of a, the price of leadership is? Oh, it's loneliness. It's weariness, abandonment. But the price of leadership is nothing called vision. Vision. You can't pay the price without vision. But you know what the vision is? It is an unusual creativity. It's seeing things as it is. You know, there's only one problem with that. Only by His grace can you see things how things are. You know how it is? It's Christ in you. And so you see, if you want to know the bottom line, if that's what you want to call it, all I know is this, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. And I know that verse John 3, 16, and I know we all know it. But it's one thing to know it, it's another thing to receive it and apply it to my heart personally. And you know what happens if you become a real Christian? The greatest thing that ever happens to anybody is this happens. You become a thankful person. Do you know the first mark of greatness in your life? Thankfulness. You know the first sign of smallness in any life? Thanklessness. An attitude of gratitude flavors everything you do. So somebody will meet me out here in a minute. And they'll say to me, well, did you used to feel this way years ago when you didn't have nothing, huh? Did you? Don't talk to me like that. I used to go home. And I would say to my wife, look, honey. Look, honey. Look, honey. I'm man of the month. Look, I'm man of the... Look, I'm, they made me man of the year, she'd say... Where's the cash? <laughs> Honey, you listen here. If we don't start learning to be happy when we have nothing, we'll not be happy when we have everything. Well, I never sold her, but I finally bought it myself. <laughs> so wonderful, friends. We can sell each other on a lot of things, but there's one thing you don't need to sell anybody on because you can't. Christ. You know what my joy in my heart is? I'm so thankful God has allowed me by His grace to be a Christian. Amen. And I cannot get over that. And you know how we pray at our house? This is the way we pray when we eat. Dear God, we thank you for our food. But, oh Lord, we want you to know if we have no food, we would thank you just the same. 
Because God, we want you to know we're not thankful for just what you give us. We're thankful most of all for the privilege of learning to be thankful, to say thank you, dear God. My dear friend, I want to tell you tonight, if you forgot everything I said and everything you've ever heard, when you know Christ and you've got a thankful heart, there may be new, many new things coming, but there's nothing more to add to your life that matters than Christ in you and a thankful heart. Let's bow our heads. Amen. Now, Father, oh God, how thankful we are for this wonderful evening of thinking together, laughing together, and now as we bow before Thee to thank Thee with all of our hearts that You are a great God. And God, if You gave us nothing more than Christ, He's more than we ever dreamed could ever be. So, Lord Jesus, we thank You for being able to say Your name and to enjoy Your name, to think Your name. And thank You, Lord Jesus, for Your precious blood. Thank You, God, for Your wonderful Holy Spirit that abides in us, that convicts and encourages us and comforts us. Oh, God, thank You. Thank You for our oneness. Thank You for our assurance that You'll never leave us nor forsake us. Thank You for our hope that someday we'll be like Him, we'll be with You, and someday the bride will be complete and we'll be with You. Oh, God. Now, Lord, we're going to say amen. But, Lord, even as we say it in part, we'll keep on thanking You with all of our hearts for Your presence in Jesus' name. Amen. So that wraps up the speech on leadership. I hope you were, you enjoyed that. Hope you were blessed like that. And most of all, I hope you are encouraged to go out there and read some tremendous books. Please be sure and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another episode of the Tremendous Thursday, all our other podcasts too. And please be sure and give us the honor of a, a review or share us with somebody else you might uh, know that was is just interested in cultivating a more tremendous tremendous life be sure also to go over to our website tremendousleadership.com where you can pick up more of my father's archive material to include this uh, speech in its entirety on leadership so thanks so much to our tremendous tribe thanks for being you thanks for sharing thanks for continuing to grow through books have a tremendous rest of the day thank you for listening to tremendous leadership with dr tracy jones Find out more about Dr. Jones at www.tremendousleadership.com. If you've been ignited by something you heard in this episode, let us know by leaving a review for Tremendous Leadership wherever you listen to podcasts or by sending us a message through www.tremendousleadership.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>